Hello and welcome to Q&A with Dr. J. Everything you wanted to know about relationships and didn't know who to ask. And welcome to my internet cafe located at lifecoachingwithdrj.com. And I look forward to you always joining me, leaving me questions and comments and suggestions. So come on in and grab a chair and relax and sit down and get comfortable and get your favorite beverage and a snack and listen to the archived shows. I wanted to say that I just really appreciate all the good questions that I've received. And you will find the answers to those questions archived under my show. So just click on that button and you'll be able to listen to some of the questions that the listeners have, other listeners have asked, as well as maybe your question. However, I will never reveal your telephone number, your name, or any other pertinent information. It's all confidential. You will have anonymity. So while I will answer your question, I'll just simply refer to you as a listener. A lot of people were kind of concerned about that. So I wanted to rest, be, I wanted to make you feel comfortable and be rested assured that I would never divulge your email or any personal information. Thank you very much again. And I appreciate you as being part of my internet listening family. Okay, I'm going to answer the first question. One question that a listener asked was, I want to know about if I'm a really outgoing um, person and I'm uh, with a, I'm either married or dating someone who is a little more uh, reserved, shy, not as forthcoming, um, not as open. How do I approach them about um, our relationship? How do I say I want to have a conversation and, and that somehow them being different, how does that get us together to have a real communication? Because I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I don't want them to think that I feel that my communication style is better than theirs or that they're less than. But we do need to have these conversations sometimes. And, and it's very frustrating for me. And it's probably frustrating for the other person because they're a little more reserved and I'm really outgoing and bubbly. Well, I need to tell you this. I know it sounds like you have to take responsibility, but remember, relationships are never 50-50. I mean, that's just kind of like our fantasy. But in reality, relationships, sometimes they're not even 90-10. There's no magic number about who should do what in a relationship. If you're the outgoing one, and communication, verbal communication and sharing is important to you, and you already know that your lover or significant other or spouse is a little more private and shy, then it's up to you to do the dance of language that will make it very palatable or make it very easy for that person to not feel threatened. So instead of calling them and saying, hey, when you come home, we need to talk, or hey, let's get together and we need to talk, that may be very threatening for that person. You may have to take the lead and just say, you know, I know and I respect the fact that you're very private. And I know that sometimes my little outgoing personality is very challenging for you. But babe, I just want to say that it's important for me sometimes to know what you're thinking in your head and in your heart and in your spirit. And then there are other times that I want to share with you what's going on with me and my heart and head and spirit. And so when I say I want to talk, it doesn't mean that I am angry or that I'm challenging you in any way. 
It's just that part of intimacy, you know, just educate them. Just say, remember, part of real intimacy, it's not physical contact always. The real intimacy is emotional intimacy, is expressed through communication. It's not even about, I mean, it's nice when you can get gifts and flowers and cards. Those things are amazing. That's like icing on the cake. But in reality, sometimes you just want to let that person know that it is very imperative that you communicate with each other. So having said that, I just think that you, the one that's more open-minded and the one that feels like that they need to, uh, that they're more bubbly and outgoing, well, they say too much is given, much is expected. Unfortunately, sometimes you do have to take the lead. Sorry, listener, but um, I'm not trying to say that it's your fault. I'm simply saying, if you're more open, then you teach and lead your partner in a very non-threatening way how to be intimate with you. I hope I answered that question. And thank you, listener. My second question from a listener is, how do you tell your significant other that you're not real turned on by the way that they kiss? Wow. Now that is a deep, deep, deep question because you're right. I mean, without offending them, I get that. But I also get that each one of us has things that turn us on when we're being intimate with our significant other. And kissing for some people is not that important. Some people really don't like to kiss and other people love to kiss. And some people are just like magnificent kissers and some people are just okay kissers. So I always give this invitation to people who need to have to show up and have a very sensitive conversation with their significant others. There's no nice way to tell somebody that they can't kiss good, particularly if you're romantically involved with them. So if you think you're a great kisser and you think that they're a lousy kisser or vice versa, the best thing to do that's non-threatening There are so many books about intimacy, pre-sexual, sensory kind of interactions. You can go on the internet and Google how to kiss, the different kinds of kisses. You can pull it up on Google and they'll actually show you videos. You can go to the library and get books or order them from Amazon.com on the different types of way to kiss or to be intimate. And so if you bring it in, like we both need to learn some, I would like to learn some new ways to be intimate with you. I would like to learn to kiss better. I would like to tell, I'd like to be able to sit down with you and tell you how I like and enjoy being kissed. Then you put it like it is our problem and not your problem. I think when you tell your significant other that you are a bad kisser or that you have an issue then that's when you get into a really challenging part of the relationship and the intimacy dance can go straight out the window because people then will like avoid you like the plague. Like, oh, now she she or he doesn't like the way I kiss, so I'm never going to kiss them. So you cannot make them feel less than. You have to make them feel like this is inclusive. All you have to do is say this. Look, how do we learn to walk? We're not born knowing how to walk. We're not born knowing how to talk or to crawl. We learn. So everything we do in life, we learn to do it. 
And we can learn to do it right. We can learn to do it the wrong way. Or we can learn to do it a new way as we get older. So remember, the lesson of intimacy and the dance of kissing or any kind of sensory kind of emotional intimacy and physical intimacy is um, something that we all can uh, learn from. I mean, you don't, listener, you don't know everything about kissing. I mean, there are some amazing ways to kiss. You know, there's regular kissing, there's lip kissing, there's soft, gentle kissing, there's uh, French kissing. There's just so many ways to kiss. And some people are turned off because some people have like bad breath. They don't have good hygiene, uh, personal hygiene when it comes to flossing and uh, those kinds of things. So if you get a video or a book, they can talk about that. They can talk about before you kiss, always make sure that your teeth are clean, that your breath is fresh, and that then you can sit and watch also to say, hey, if you want to do this kind of kissing, this is the way you do it. And then that way you both are learning together. How amazing is that in that you both are learning to please each other? And then ask your lover or your significant other or your spouse, how do you like me to kiss you? You know, because maybe you think you're a great kisser, listener, but maybe you're not the best kisser in the world. So remember, it's a two-way street and then make it about, hey, let's do this amazing thing together and let's learn to kiss together in an amazing way. And then you go from there and nobody's feelings are hurt. Uh, You've learned something new. Your spouse or a significant other has learned something new. And more importantly, you're learning this together. You're learning to please each other together. And maybe you guys have just learned to be amazing kissers. All right, take care. Keep those questions and comments coming to me at lifecoachingwithdrj.com. And remember, I'll always keep your information confidential. The only thing that will be available is your question, and it'll be archived in my archive library of uh, radio shows. Again, I always thank you for joining me at my internet radio station. And now I'm going to take a question from another listener. And this time, it's um, a question by a listener that says, how can you actually sit and talk to your significant other uh, and tell them that they are, you know, you want to, you know, it's not like you think that they are overweight or underweight, but that somehow you would like uh, to work out a better diet arrangement for them. Um, Maybe it's someone who needs to lose some weight, or maybe it's someone who needs to gain some weight. That is a really touchy question. That's really touchy because people are so sensitive in our society about their weight, uh, whether they're underweight, normal weight, or overweight. Because what happens is that we are bombarded with these images in magazines and books and on television, commercials. Everybody wants to look like this, you know, particular body person, uh, this type of body. And um, some of the images are unrealistic. I mean, models, male and female models, are unrealistic because many of them are photoshopped. That means that they are made to look a little more slimmer or muscular than they really are. So the main thing is to not worry about 
what somebody looks like in a magazine or on television. But if you think your partner is unhealthy, let's just take obesity and or overweight, that's going to be a tricky, tricky question because they're going to be very sensitive about that. If someone is overweight, they have a mirror, they look in the mirror, they know that they're overweight already. But if you present to them that you love them unconditionally and that you love their body type, but that you're concerned about their health, their well-being, and that you want them to live a quality, healthy life, and that you are willing to do it with them, that let's begin to eat healthier and let's begin to go for walks or work out slowly. And I want us to have the best health and the best body type that we can have together. That I love you just the way you show up. I love you unconditionally, but I want us to be more healthy. I don't want us to be pre-diabetic. I don't want us to have hypertension. I don't want us to have any of those unhealthy diseases that are associated with being overweight. Then you are actually communicating in a way that your partner can hear you. Um, the second thing is if your partner is underweight, remember anybody who's underweight has the same issue. They are too very concerned about how their how their body looks. So you have to be very careful. Uh, and again, make it that it's something that you need to do together as a couple. Okay, thank you. And I thank you for joining me at... Um, lifecoachingwithdrj.com, everything you wanted to know about relationships and didn't know who to ask. Once again, I'm Dr. Lorraine Johnson, and thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed your visit today into my internet cafe as I continue to answer your questions on everything you wanted to know about relationships but didn't know who to ask. Please continue to like, comment, subscribe, share my episodes, which are available on lifecoachingwithdrj.com. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other podcast platforms. Thank you for my supporters that continue to like and leave your comments on my Life Coaching with Dr. J Facebook page too. Remember, I will always keep your private contact and information confidential as you send submissions from my website or to my email at rxdrj4u at cox.net. Thank you again, Cyber Hugs. Dr. J, have a great day.